Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press. Eric France and Amaje Salveson here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What's and, up? And the 106 and the Fan mobile app. Grateful to have you guys Happy joining Tuesday. us. Yeah. Happy Star Wars Day. Don't. You're such, May the 4th. You are such a 14-year-old. It's ridiculous. May the 4th be with you. Oh, that's cute. You know, we should do a poll. Like, no, we what, shouldn't. What Star Wars character no. would I be... Oh. What Star oh, Wars yeah. character would you be? So you're the Tin Man dude. You're that that cool. Uh, what, what's his the name? Tin uh, Man dude. Uh, you're uh, C3PO. No, that's uh, no, that's that's the point guard. Um, you're uh, what's that guy's Obi Wan Nobi or whatever the gold Tin Man. Obi Wan Nobi guy. No, well, you're Obi Wan Kenobi was no. the older Jedi. Who's who's the guy with the guy like, that's like the robot? Who's the that's guy in gold? with like the silver tin hat, silver body? Has the face, yeah. Uh, tin, like tin hat, silver arms and stuff, and he like cries all the time. I don't know who you're talking. About. No, dude, hold on. What he cries all the time? Yeah, it's uh the tin hat. Uh, yeah, tin hat with silver arms. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. No, it, dude, hold uh the Tin Man. You're thinking of the Wizard of Oz. What? No, I'm not the Tin Man. It's the Wizard of Oz. That's not the anyways. You, you would be. You are the Tin Man. I am Luke you would Skywalker. Be wicked. wicked. Who? Wicked. Who's Wicked? Who's Wicked? I don't know what you're talking about. You would be Wicked. Who's Wicked? That's. I'm Googling this crap, man. <laughs> Who the frick is Wicked? Wicked, Wicked Witch? Wicked. Star from, Wars. From Return of the Jedi. Dude, what? I'm that freaking fur boy? Are you serious? What's your problem? <laughs> I got one of those stuck in my car. He's kind of small. Kind of waddles around. I got one of those stuck in my car. Look, I'm he small was and I waddle around. He was heroic. Okay, so you're the tin man. All he says is nub nub all the time. <laughs> and I'm and I'm uh <laughs> and I'm a groundhog. That's great. That's <laughs> wonderful. Just That's- because of your uh your run in just earlier today, you seem to attract you know, small furry creatures. So I thought, you know, you should, you would be a good small furry creature in the Star Wars universe. If you want to text into our Gil Mortgage text line, it's now open 435 339 Again, to text into our show, it is 435 339 If you don't, if, if you have unlimited texting, it's free or per contract to your service, uh, is the cost of a text. 8798. Ajay would resemble Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Who's Jar Jar? <laughs> we actually, my family, we actually watched episode one on Sunday. Is it, wait, is there really such thing? We were going to do Binks? like a Star Wars marathon in anticipation there of is. this being Star Wars week. We only made it episode one and I kept falling what? asleep. What? What the hell? It looks like a freaking platypus from like Jurassic Park. That's my guy. 
<laughs> you you got to be kidding. You should me. pull up some audio of how he talks. I don't. Do I want he to? He makes up words all the time. Okay. So you two would get along. No, I'm not making up words. Again, Doris Burke last night, while calling the game, made up another word. Uh, while you're looking that up, 5338 text in on our Guild Mortgage text line. I am free to do a live performance of the Utah Jazz bop on the FCP for Oh, you hold feet. tight. I-I-A. <laughs> Signed Z-Dog, a.k.a. IJ's brother. What? <laughs> no. So is- you sent me down a rabbit hole. You sent me the link to his YouTube channel. <laughs> he has a video of him just kissing his arm, and it's like the, his most watched video. It's just like... 5,600 views. Oh, yeah, that's where Charger gets run over by the uh, big tank. Listen, talk right there. Oh, moi, moi, I love you. You got it. Just killed me. Brainless? I speak. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Now get out of here. No, no, Mrs. Stay. Mrs. Kodjata Binks. Mrs. We are done. There you go. We are absolutely done with this show. IJ and We have done so many horrible things to our listeners in the span of six minutes that they'll never get back. 2417. As the great Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon. Who's Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon. He was the guy you just heard who was talking to Jar Jar. said, just because you speak doesn't make you intelligent. Are you serious? (laughs) That's great. That was a great clip. It's a great sample. Oh, <laughs> uh, Star Wars Day, Bull May the Fourth. Okay, you're 15. Get out what of your uh, what Star Wars character would you assign to me? What Star Wars character would you oh, assign? to I love Aj? how you're like. Give me the Luke's like the tone of voice. Give me the Luke Skywalker. I have not. Me. I have yeah, not given any recommendation yeah, you whatsoever. Did. I gave Holy you cow. some recommendations. No, you didn't. You gave me the one I, of a I, rock I, chuck, and then the other one is of like the platypus. Look, you would make a good Jurassic Ewok. Park. That's all I'm saying. You'd make a good Ewok. You'd fit into their little uh, you know, suits. Oh, you know what? And I gave you one. Tin Man. Little fur baby. Tin Man is not a bad one. It's a great one for you. So C-3PO? No, dude. That's the point. There's no such thing as a C-3PO. That's CP3. And you're not CP. You're not CP3. Absolutely not. All right, let's get into the show. I mean, I, I've just had enough of this, and our listeners have had enough of Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Uh, also, the other thing we're looking for are uh, punishments that oh, yeah. we could have Aj Thank you. have to perform if he loses his tenth straight yeah. pick six. So let's reset this. Uh, yesterday, I lost for the ninth week in a row. Um, got cheated out five of those nine weeks, but this one was fair. Cheated and out, lost, yes. And you Look, know, I what? even tried hey, to throw hey, it. Did I ask for you to interrupt me? No. Okay, I got cheated out five of the nine weeks, but last yesterday, what? Yesterday, last week, I lost fair and square. Okay, with all hair. So, here is the Dilio Cheerio. No Wikipedia, no tricks, no jokes. This is what we're doing. If I lose pick six this upcoming Friday, or th- this week, I guess I should say, right? Uh, then our listeners get a text in punishments. Now, again, they have to be within state uh, rules and laws and ordinances. And FCC. Yeah, and guidelines. FCC. Yes, please. Um, and But, yeah, so we've had some good ones. Like, uh, I'd have to sing the BYU fight song. I'd have to sing the Utah fight song. I'd have to shave my head and put a paint a Y on top of my bald head. Um, 
Send me to Javier's in Ogden and do the show from there. I still think that's a good one from 9463. Wow, you'd get some pretty nice chips and sauce. I'd be pretty okay with that. So, anyways, here is the dealio. You, if I, so we need these answers by Thursday, or excuse me, suggestions by Thursday, right? Or by Thursday, end of Thursday show. End of Thursday show. We need suggestions from you. If I lose for the 10th week in a row, which would be a um, first in pick six history, Eric will pick one of those suggestions, and that will be my punishment. And there is a contract that is being made, a document. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's the deal. You guys got to text in, and you can do it now. Text in throughout till Thursday night, 6 p.m. is your deadline, of punishments that you think I should have if we lo- if, if I lose pick six for the 10th week in a row. And I wouldn't put it past me right now. If I beat you, Eric, it'll be one of the greatest upsets in sports history. You think about Eli Manning beating the Giants or Patriots in 07. You think about uh, LeBron James beating the 73-9 Warriors. The Red Sox beating the 0-4 Yankees. North Carolina beating Georgetown. North Carolina State beating Houston. Uh, McEnroe beating some of the tennis players he beat. You know, and, and others. Uh... Uh, La La Land. And others who did things just after sucking for a really long time. <laughs> so it'd be like the Cubs winning this oh, World yeah. Series in 2016. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Uh, Leon Rose texted 9315 here to the Gil Mortgage text line again, 435-339-0321. If Tin Man is on Star Wars, the AJ could be Princess Leia. Oh, hey, that'd be great. Good thing he is not. Oh. AJ ever hurts ever song heard if I only had a brain. Uh, Leon Rose, I want you to reread your last three texts and come back to me. <laughs> That's the song that Tin Man sings in the Wizard of Oz. No, it's not. I've never. I mean, I've never seen it. Okay. Hey, by the way, speaking of which, I've never seen a movie of Star Wars, Harry Potter, or Lord of the Rings ever. Ever. How is this possible? It's easy. You just don't watch it. It's not hard. Because you're out there chasing rock chucks all the time. No, because they're chasing my car. And by the way, if it's a snake in my car, so help me. You will suffer the wrath of me. Oh, just give me a good idea. No, no, no. For a punishment. 5662 says, BYU fight song would be too easy. We all know AJ knows that song by heart. I don't. I don't. I just, oh, man, that'd be such a horrible punishment to sing the BYU fight song. Oh. Please don't. The problem with that punishment is that it's a punishment for all of us. Not just Ajay, but all of us would have to suffer through that. So I don't don't want to pick a punishment that also hurts me. You know what? You can walk out of here and I'll do it myself then. I'll sing it. The listeners will be entertained. <laughs> That's twice we've got the BYU fight song, though. <laughs> well, I guess 5662 says we shouldn't do it just because it'd be too easy. Anyways, yeah, I've never seen a Star Wars movie, though. Ever, Eric. Nor would I ever want to. Like, it's just there's no attractiveness to watch in Obi-Wan Nobi versus... Um, Pikachu or whatever that one little character is. 
Harry Potter. Pikachu is not in Harry Potter. Are you sure? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure I saw it in Harry Potter. Oh, uh, no. Uh, let's see here. 2942, text into the show. Aja using a little reverse psychology with the BYU fight song. I'm not using me. I swear to life. 2942, I promise you, I'm not using reverse psychology. I'm being dead serious. I do not want that. 2879, Aja, you need to decide your picks and pick the opposite. Then you will have a chance <laughs> one of these wins. <laughs> Man, that's brutal. Go against your What did instincts. I do? Oh. You may actually do okay. <laughs> so in my head, it's like, okay, I'm going under. Yeah, we're going over. Going over. And what if I lose again? Then what do I do? But what does your heart tell you? <laughs> Is that in Pokemon 2 or whatever? <laughs> That's in one of the Star Wars. Things. Battlestar Galactica? No, hey. you haven't seen any of those movies yet. <laughs> hey, by the way, John Rothstein reporting. Oh, who cares? Stanford, BYU, Northern Iowa, Wyoming... New Mexico State, South Florida, Liberty, and Hawaii are going to be uh, headlining the 2021 Diamond Head Classic. Oh, sweet. Uh, Starting to put together some of the pre- or early season basketball tournaments. Uh, no word yet on if Utah State's participating in any. Yeah, still waiting on Hope that. Hope so. Hope they get to that. Oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> I'm sure they're not. You know, whatever the schedule was this year, we'll just take it and go with it. Man, they would have had a great non-conference schedule last year. Gosh dang it. I'm so mad they didn't get that. Uh, well, that I mean, would have really helped the RPI. Yeah, oh or, man. Me, wasn't the, it a phenomenal schedule though, Eric? The net ranking. Davidson, Dayton was in a tournament that was in the same bracket as them. Um, oh, yeah, that would have been phenomenal. I would have took that in an absolute heartbeat. All right, let's go ahead and get to it. we got a lot to cover today. Again, 435-339-0321. We love having our listeners be a part of our show. You guys are the absolute best, and you make the show what it is, and it's great. Uh, let's go ahead and get to – let's start off with uh, some Utah Jazz basketball. And, boy, did they ever take care of business, and they started early. Right. I... Leads all My bad. Gives it left wing to Clarkson. High blue socks pulled up, goes through his legs, pulls back, 4-3, pow. Oh, that was special. Ingles gives to Gobert, rotates to O'Neal, top to bogey. How good are you? He missed it. Offensive rebound, O'Neal. Flares it out to Clarkson. Left side to Ingles. Okay, I'll tickle the twine. Oh, they're on fire right now. Trent Forrest working in the paint, pushes off, kicks it out to O'Neal. Drives the baseline, finds Forrest, open corner three. The bench erupts, Forrest nails it. Donovan hits him right in the stomach after he nails the shot. The bench came up as the ball went out. Pretty cool. Utah Jazz 110, San Antonio 99. Utah Jazz go to 47-18, and 28-4 at home. San Antonio falls to 31-33, and 18-13 on the road. The Jazz... For a brief moment, we'll claim first place to the Western Conference again. We'll probably lose that spot by the end of tonight, assuming that the Phoenix Suns take care of business versus the lowly Cleveland Cavaliers. Utah Jazz will get back to business here coming up on Friday, I believe. Right, Eric? Today's Wednesday, or is it Thursday that we got? Uh, Jazz play San Antonio tomorrow. Oh, sorry, tomorrow. My heavens, yeah. I'm In Salt Lake. a few days ahead. Uh, but look, the, the, uh, the Phoenix Suns, uh, let me check this real quick. They have, like, most of their remaining games are on the road. Yeah. 
I'm just triple checking their schedule here. Um, so their remaining schedule. Come on, Paige. Go. Great. While you're looking that up, they are at Cleveland, at Atlanta. They come home to face the Knicks. They travel to the Los Angeles to play the Lakers. They travel to Golden State. They come home to play Portland. Then they finish at San Antonio. They only have two home games remaining, and both of those are against quality teams. Phoenix has a pretty rough closeout here of the regular season. I see, I don't agree with you on that. I think it's a cakewalk. Besides Cleveland, all of these are playoff-bound teams. Okay, give me those and teams. Are fighting for position. Give me those teams, though. Okay, we're going to throw away Cleveland, right? Yep. Okay, at Atlanta. I mean, they're on a roll, but it's not. <laughs> they face tougher than Atlanta. True. But, again, that's a team fighting for position in the Eastern Conference. Atlanta is currently fifth. Okay. Trying to stay ahead of uh, Miami, trying to stay out of the play-in tournament. Okay. So, they're at Atlanta. They come home to face the New York Knicks. The Knicks have won 12 of their last 13. They are one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. Knicks will be a tough one. That'll be a tough game. Yeah. They travel to Los Angeles to to play the Lakers. I don't think it's going to be that tough of a game. I don't think LeBron James even plays. I think they walk away with that with a win. That's on Sunday. Yeah. I I think LeBron will be back for that one. We'll see if he's playing how many minutes. Okay. Then they travel to Golden State. Steph Curry's been a monster. Had 41 last night. He was phenomenal. Versus a very bad defensive team in the Pelicans, though. Yes, true. They come home to face Portland. Great guard versus guard matchup in that that game. Yeah, Damian Lillard versus Chris Paul is always a little bit of spicy, isn't it? And then you got Devin Booker versus C.J. McCollum. I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm okay with that. Portland similarly trying to stick, get out of the playing tournament. Yeah, that's a good point. So they're they're motivated. Uh, then you finish on the road at San Antonio. And who knows who the Spurs will be by then, you know? We, we just don't know what they're going to look like. Uh, for the Utah Jazz last night, they scored 31 in the first, 29 in the second and third, 21 in the fourth quarter. Shooting lacked just a little bit as they got to the fourth quarter. But they were phenomenal defensively. In fact, they had uh, 13 turn- they forced 13 San Antonio turnovers. And off those 13 turnovers, 22 points, 50% from the field. They led wire to wire, led by Greedy Gobert with a phenomenal 24 points, 15 boards, and one of the best defensive plays you might see of the year went on a one-on-three break practically. He, well, I guess it was a three-on-two break. It was Greedy Gobert, the one to stop everybody in their foot tracks and reset the uh, possession. Uh, Suns ended up getting a, or not Suns, excuse me, Spurs got a three out of it, but it was a really, really good possession by Rudy Gobert, and it proves why he is the leading candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. And speaking of defense, the Spurs didn't have a layup until about a minute left in the second quarter. They didn't have a layup until the second quarter. But one of the great plays that just illustrated Rudy's impact on the game. It's a fast break. Rudy's trailing back. It's two Spurs. It's Rudy, and somebody else was trailing with him. Uh huh. But San Antonio tries to come in. They back it out. If somebody else is there. They back it out, and Rudy's just shaking his head like, nope, you don't come into my space. Wow, it's kind of crazy because I swear I was just talking about that play. <laughs> huh, <laughs> cool. That's great. Yeah, we guess we had the same play then, huh? It was a great play. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Welcome to the Full Court Press. 
Well, just <laughs> but no, but you're right. Like, here's the thing: is it's a three on. It's practically a three on one break because if I remember right, Ingles breaks outside on a three point shooter, and so it ends up being three on one. Rudy then stops the guy because right, it's paint. a loose ball. And doesn't he give it off too to like somebody? Is like, no, no, you take it. And the guy's like, okay, right. They, they, they're taking turns, like, thinking, oh, maybe I can take it to the rim. Nope, Rudy's there. <laughs> he stops, turns around, and they just go back to the three-point line, and they're like, you know what? We're just going to shoot a three, and they end up making it. But, like, what Rudy did on that possession is just so ca- – it's defensive player of the year caliber stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. Isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it's a trademark of what Rudy Gobert has been able to do. Um, Just phenomenal. I, I think there were, there were three real keys to me that, that stood out. Rudy's played defensively. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, he has really turned a corner. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what, okay, like, so what has gotten into him? Well, he's being think? more aggressive. He's going. He's trying to do more in the paint. He's backing guys down. He's attacking the rim. Where before he was just settling for spot up threes, hmm. and his shot wasn't falling. He was kind of getting down on himself. And credit to him or whatever coach got into his head saying, "Look, you gotta, you gotta force the issue. You gotta attack the basket." Start seeing the ball go through the hoop, and he has been—he's been great. While Donovan and uh, Mike Connolly have been out, yeah. he's been initiating the offense, at least taking it to the defense and putting them on their heels. So that's the second key, and the third one is just the evolution of Trent Forrest and how much he's improved, solidifying a point guard spot. So it's not all on the sh- shoulders of Joe Ingles to initiate the offense. And like he's gaining more confidence, he's hitting some shots, he's setting up his teammates. I, I thought he did a phenomenal job, and I thought that he's playing a really important role with Donovan and Connolly out of the mix. So San Antonio, at one point, uh, I mean, it was early, early in the first quarter. In fact, it was 40 seconds into the game where Popovich called his first timeout. It was 40 seconds into the game, and Pop's like, "Uh, here we go. Let's let, let's try and fix this up." And all of a sudden, Jazz, uh, they scored on five straight possessions. They led 26-16 late in the first. Um, Clarkson and Bogdanovich, like you mentioned, were really, really good in helping build that lead. San Antonio cut it to five in the second quarter. But then the Jazz went on another run. In fact, they went on, I mean, they scored on six straight buckets. And it was like a 17-4 to run, and this thing was over. Like I get Pop wanting to call a timeout to like get a message to his players, but that early... You know how the bad that screws up your team if you're especially from a low elevation team. Yeah, but because does your it? next timeout wasn't until like the two and a half three minute mark. Yeah, but here's normally the thing: you have one at if six you go into for, a pregame, that's true. But if you go into a pregame with your team and you say, "Hey, we need to stop this, 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 and this," and one of those things, and you could tell was, "Don't go under the screen on Ingles. Go over the screen on Ingles. Do not go under." So what does Dejounte Murray go? He goes under. So Ingle steps back, pops it, and lets it go. It goes in. The next possession on the Spurs, they end up being in like a kabobbled mess. I mean, it was ugly. I mean, you have one guy going from like the left wing to the I mean, they were just all sorts of confused. Ends up being a turnover. Ends up being a dunk on the other side for the Jazz, and it's a timeout. Like, you just you got to go back and say, hey, did we just forget what we talked about 20 minutes ago? I, I, but I, I see what you're saying. I though. know, I get it, but that just... I understand trying to set a, a, an early message to your team, but I, I thought that was a huge mistake because then your guys are left out there because Utah, they don't have to call a timeout at the six-minute mark. Yeah, that's true. And so you just let it go. You just keep going. 
just keep playing. And then you usually take one at about the three minutes, yeah. two and a half minutes. And that's when the Jazz finally uh, called their allotted timeout. I- I've heard David Locke talk about this before, that he uh, and he's tried to get Quinn Snyder to, to do it because I've heard him ask him about it. He's like, look, can why don't the Jazz and the Denver Nuggets take advantage of their elevation? Use our timeout very early in the quarter and then force teams to have to play for long stretches before that next timeout has to be called. And Quinn just like, yeah, that's an interesting idea, but <laughs> you know, tossed it aside. But last night was an illustration of how that can be problematic for a team that's not at elevation like Utah. But uh, I, I thought that the defensive play from everybody. I thought a lot of a lot of the players had buy-in and urgency. Yeah. Uh I really like how Boyan is he is forcing the issue and I really like the development and growth from uh, Trent Forrest. Oh, it, that's been really big. Okay, so I and and I'm wrong cuz I was bagging on Forrest. Like why is he playing over Oni? Like what what am I missing here? And he's just I mean, he must have been showing stuff like in shoot around and practice and such. We're like Quinn's saying, "Hey, this is my guy right now." He's giving him more minutes. Yeah, he's playing this more significant role. We did see more Oni last night, and I thought Oni uh, was earlier into the rotation. I thought he was aggressive. He had a lot of deflections, some things that don't show up on on his box score. I, I thought he played really well, diving for loose balls. I really like his contributions. I mean, you look at his stat line: zero points, one steal, one rebound. But he had a bigger impact than that. But um. Uh, I really liked the Trent play Forrest? of Forrest. No, I'm talking about Oni. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, yeah, I got you. I, I thought you. Oni had – he shows like a, a minus 11 on his plus minus, which I don't – But I think that's I based on the crowd around him that was not playing great during that time. Yeah, but I thought he was aggressive. He was def- uh, had hands in places trying to yeah. deflect passes and diving on the floor. I really liked his effort. But Forrest is feeling more and more comfortable. He's hitting some shots. Uh, he's made, making some great plays. And I think that gives the Jazz organization, especially that that team, more confidence that look, if if we need him to, if we need another point guard to come in to take a breather from Joe Ingles or Mike Connolly or Donovan Mitchell, this rookie is he's going to be okay. He's not a real liability. So I, I've really been pleased with watching him grow over this last uh, really just week and a half, two weeks. Jazz led by as much as 25 at one point. That was part of a 13-2 run capped by Joe Ingles 3. Uh, Jazz also allowed 6,700 fans into the arena. That's the most of any NBA team at this point. Feels about one-third of the capacity that it can hold. And the Jazz are now 9-0 in the gold jerseys. <laughs> you're undefeated, man. If you're superstitious, you're keeping those things on during the playoffs. Royce O'Neal in 32 minutes uh, had 7 points. Seven boards, three assists, two steals. Bogey in 33 had 25 points on 10 to 17 shooting, two seven from deep. George Nying, good for you, Eric. 11 points, four 10 from the field in 22 minutes. Rudy Gobert, 24 points, 15 boards, 11 holes were defensive on 10 to 14 shooting. And Joe Ingles, 13 in 31 minutes on five of 11 from the field. He also had nine assists and two steals. Uh, Brantley, Morgan, Hughes, Favors, Clarkson played 34 minutes. Matt Thomas, Forrest, and Oni all got minutes. The only one who didn't, Ersan, Ilyasova, did not play. That was a coach's decision. Right, and I think that was just, look, he's a more senior member of the team. They 
but give him a rest. Don't need to push it with him. With with San Antonio, we got the young guys. We can give give them some run, and uh, we'll just save him for another day. Uh, Demar Derozan had 22 points to lead the Spurs. Uh, let's see, Murray had 15, and Vassell had 11. And Rudy gained up with 17 points on 7 to 13 shooting in 23 minutes. Again, Spurs and Jazz go at it again on when tomorrow night. Actually, seven o'clock. Jazz will try to get back first place after the Suns take it tonight. In fact, Phoenix and Cleveland play five o'clock tonight uh, in Cleveland, part of a road trip that uh, Phoenix is a part of. So uh, tonight's big game is Toronto and the Clippers. By the way, on TNT at eight o'clock, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Boy, that was such a great game. Just the other night, they get to duke it out again, five thirty on TNT. I'm, I'm looking forward to that game a lot. Right, and I've I've been hearing more people say, "Watch out for Milwaukee." They, uh, for the first time in a few years, are not the top team. Yeah, and they're kind of relishing that. Yeah, they love like, that whole not, the pressure's, whole pressure's not, not, on, not on, on us. Yep. So they can go and play a little bit more free uh, and uh, be the hunter instead of the hunted. So um, yeah, we'll see how that 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 series plays out. Really saucy matchup tonight. 5760 on our Gil Mortgage text line. Text into our show. Quinn Snyder does such a great job of balancing the load of the starters while not sacrificing too many points with the deep bench. Uh, with, me, with the deep bench guys out there with Don and Conley out. That's and that's a great point by 5760 because that was such an issue last year. That as soon as we even went to the fringe of the bench, we were in. I mean, we were in so much trouble. It was ridiculous. Like it was Clarkson and Clarkson only. I feel like this year there's a more productive bench where it's more trustworthy that you can go to them early. And even in this now where, as you said, Conley and, and Donovan Mitchell are out, you're getting a lot of experienced minutes from a lot of these young guys. Yeah, well, last year too, anytime Rudy Gobert went out, oh it, was my gosh, a defensive it was horrible collapse. Oh, jeez, yeah. So it, that, that second unit, that bench unit, has really uh, developed a lot more depth and experience. Um, you know, Rudy... He played 30 minutes last night. Joe played 31. Uh, Boyan played 33. Uh, Royce played 32. Um, Jordan Clarkson, 34 off the bench. So, you know, give San Antonio some credit. They kind of uh, hung in there, didn't really go away. Uh, they outscored the Jazz in the fourth quarter, trying to make it interesting. I would have liked to see some of those guys get a little bit more rest than that. Credit to San Antonio. It's a well-coached team that, that just doesn't roll over and they keep fighting. Do you feel like Popovich is just quitting? I mean, did you see, like, his hair? I mean, he looks like the Da Vinci Code, Tom Hanks version. <laughs> Dude, he just looks like he's giving up on everything. You know, uh, I have a lot of respect for Pop. I, I think have... he's a great basketball mind. Yep. Uh, I really don't care for his antics. Um, before and after games. I feel like it's gotten a lot better, though. It's gotten a lot better. I mean, when I was working for the Jazz over there, I mean, I heard all sorts of horror stories of that guy. And, and I wonder if part of that is because, like, there was a time where he was he was a top coach with the top team. In the last several years, he hasn't been uh, with a good team, hasn't had a really good team. And so people are like, eh. There's yeah. not much attention given to your team, so eh, I don't need to. I don't need to deal with this. One five seven zero. Shout out to Forrest. Jazz may have something there. I I would agree. Like if if Donovan needs a break and you want to look maybe deeper into your bench and that and, and Trent Forrest is coming out playing that well, give him a shot. I right, really is impressive. Can, at least he can give you some minutes. Yes. I, I don't. I don't know that you hand over the keys of the kingdom to this guy yet. But if Connolly 
is needs a break, needs a breather. Uh, this is another good point guard that can come in. I, I think he's he's gaining confidence, understanding the system, what's uh, being asked of him. He is a little bit bigger than Don. Uh, he's a little bit taller than Donovan and Mike. So I think that uh, provides some um, opportunities for them. Um, but uh, good to see him gaining some confidence and getting a chance to use him a little bit more. 1570 says, I'm, I'm talking about the future. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. And again, I, I agree. I think we're getting there with him. I really do. Hey, someone asked a great question on Twitter, Hans Olton, a good friend of mine. Uh, I want, And he asked, what's one former Jazz player, minus Stockton, minus Carl Malone, what's one former Jazz player that you would like to have on this current Jazz team that you would like to see with this current Jazz team? One former Jazz player. Minus Stockton, minus Malone. Good question. See, for me, it's Shannon Anderson. Because he could run the court so well. And was so athletic. Very underrated. Oh, yeah. Oh, heavens, yeah. Very good. Absolutely. Um, 1570 says, Darren Williams. I've I've heard Darren a couple of times. Yeah? Uh, 5760, Karolinko. See, I think Karolinko yeah, is the, that's, the saucy name. That's kind of who I'm Why, though? thinking of. Why Karolinko? Well, Andre Karolinko was Giannis Antetokounmpo before Giannis was Giannis. Yeah. Lengthy, could shoot outside, uh, nobody better on one-on-one defense just because of his length and skill. Um, athletic before he started getting injured. Um, yeah, man, Andre... Huh. Andre would be great in this system. You really think so? Yeah. You think he would thrive? I think he would. Wow. I'm trying to see. I don't know if I'd, I don't, uh, Brian Russell would thrive in I this guess system, too. Defen- def- Defensive player. Bri- okay. Brian Russell shooter. would not thrive in this system. Yes, he would. Brian Russell would be so. No. This is a system built Karolinko, for Brian Russell. I could see because, and more so for defensive ability. He was good offensively, but defensively, Karolinko was a monster. Because uh, Karolinko could guard multiple positions. Yeah. Oh, he could yeah. switch every position, and Andre could be there to guard. Well, like you said, he could shoot from the perimeter, too. He, I mean, he had size, but he could shoot. Uh, Memo Oker, yes or no? Oh, yeah. Stretch big man that could go out and hit three-point shots. Oh, he would be money. 1570 Hornacek is a spot-up shooter, kind of like a Kyle Korver. Yeah. I miss Kyle I mean, Korver, by the way. This system, I mean, as, as three-point heavy as they are, I automatically start thinking about who are the great shooters. They would love being in this system. Jeff Hornacek being able to put up. How many three-point shots did um, Jordan Clarkson put up last night? Oh, let's see here, man. Good question. He had... He put up 10 three-point attempts. Did he really? He was two of 10. What a rip, man. But, yeah, Jeff Hornacek, who had a green light to put up as many three-pointer attempts as he wanted. 5-7-6-0. Ooh, Sandiata Gaines next to Clarkson off the bench. <laughs> I like Sandiata. Sandiata Gaines had his moments. I think okay. So I'm with you on Karolinko. I'm I'm with you on, uh, or at least I'm going with Shannon Anderson's another guy, underrated, very underrated. Memo Oker definitely. I don't know. Someone said Adrian Dantley, and I said, dude, he's too much of a ball hog. Adrian Dantley and Jordan Clarkson could not coexist. No way. No. Yeah, could not agree more. There's no way that was happening. That would have turned into a disaster. <laughs> mm. 
All right, we got to take a break. Coming back here, we'll get to uh, some more jazz basketball talk. We'll also have our stat that blew our mind. Uh, player of the week, Mike Trout's having an incredible season. We'll talk a little bit about him. By the way, Steve Klauke, voice of the Salt Lake Bees, who begin their season Thursday. Finally, AAA baseball is back, and Steve Klauke will join us tomorrow on the show to talk about Mike Trout, Salt Lake Bees baseball, what to expect from them, and looking at the Anaheim Angels, which, by the way, I think is a major disaster of a, of a MLB. So much that if they need to take away one franchise in the league, it needs to be the Angels. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Think about I'd it. I'd have to think about that. All right, coming back here, more of the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This, he put on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. They didn't go, hey, you know what? We have 16. Why don't we go to 15? Why don't we go to 14? But the NFL with 17 games? All right. More fantasy, more gambling. Yeah, more money. Yes, he feels like we're entering the load management era of uh, NFL Ooh. with all these, all these games. I'm going to sit this... Week 9 out. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacies. Often, commercial drugs don't meet individual needs. You may be allergic to fillers or dyes, need a unique strength, or something that is unavailable. Compounding medicine is how pharmacy began. I have compounded meds for over 30 years. My labs are state-of-the-art and conform to the highest standards. My highly trained staff will compound it accurately and price it fairly. If regular treatments don't work well, call me to see if there is a better, more economical alternative we can compound for you. Stay well. Join us for the Grand Cinco de Mayo celebration Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. at Willow Park in Logan. Get ready for an explosion of Mexican culture, including taco fiesta, folkloric dancers, Mexican singers, games, prizes, mariachis, food trucks, and more. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Willow Park in Logan Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. Sponsored by Cytiva. Now hiring, visit Cytiva.com forward slash careers. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Okay, you say the, the uh, I'm going to call them the California Angels because that's what they should be known as. Oh, stop it. That but was a long time ago. What about, what about the Mariners? When's the last time the Mariners really did anything? They've never been to a World Series. Um, the Mariners? The Mariners have never been to a World Series. It's been forever since they've uh, been to the playoffs. The the Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels, Stop. as they should be called, because no, that they're is not a, in Los Angeles. But it doesn't matter. That's their team name. They're not the California Angels. Stupid if you go name. to if you go to Dodger Stadium, you say, "Man, I can't wait to see the California Angels play here." You are going to get the crap kicked out of by those people. They will beat no, you up. No, they'll say, hey, there's a longtime baseball fan no, right there. No, no, they aren't going to. No. They respect because the Because the Dodgers the own the state of California. Nobody walks around with an Angels jersey on anymore, even if it's Trout. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's a problem for other reasons. <laughs> okay, uh, Seattle then, huh? That's true. They, they have not been to a World Series. I do feel bad about that, actually. Um, Really quickly, before we go any further... Uh, Eric, I think we need to celebrate uh, our uh, our team's win. Uh, Star Wars Day? We, we'll, we can celebrate Star Wars Day, but we need to celebrate our team win. We're going to the playoffs, baby. Uh-huh. 
We're going to the p p p p playoffs, baby. Uh, Jazz 2021 all the way. All the way. Lots of Jazz fans that you guys. Uh, p p playoffs. A a a a a a a a I'm kind of better than the Houston Rockets, but I don't want to bash to the Rockets. <laughs> I got to keep it for that. Throw shade at the Rockets. <laughs> that will never get old. Z-Dog, I want to thank you for taking my hand and drying my tears. <laughs> hey, His music hey, videos hey, are did awesome. You, did you like my response to you last <laughs> night when you texted me? Oh. <laughs> You asked for that. I did. I you absolutely asked for that. Eric France and Amaje Salves and Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, our Gil Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. So a couple of questions for you listeners. Uh, first one, and, and this, this came by a, a friend on Twitter, but if there's one former Jazz player that you could have on this team that is not named John Stockton or Carl Malone, who would it be, and why? Uh, we, I mean, we've mentioned O'Kerr, Karolinko, obviously. Uh, I said Shannon Anderson. You have Sonny out of Gaines with Clarkson off the bench. Brian Russell. You said Brian Russell. I don't know what your problem Jeff is. Jeff Hornacek. But here's another guy we're thinking during the break. Horny for three. I think that Quinn Snyder would absolutely have a man crush on this guy in a jazz uniform. Who? Today. Raja Bell. Ooh. Oh. Good defender, one-on-one oh, defender. Oh, great defender. Hit threes. Oh, man. But Talk was, smack. He and Joe would be best buddies, dude, too. Dude, it was the defensive just proudness of that guy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Raja Bell. Good call. That's saucy. Okay, second question. Eric and I were just talking about this a little bit before we went to break. Uh, we're going to have Steve Klauke on our show tomorrow, voice of the Salt Lake Bees, good friend of ours and a uh, good man. Uh, Bees get their season started as part of a 12-game homestand uh, against the Reno Aces on Thursday night. Fireworks will be included. You can get your tickets at slbees.com. Franchises in baseball that need to be eliminated so we can get other franchises in. I mean, it's two point two billion dollars, but so what? <laughs> uh, call call the herd. <laughs> uh, uh, Only the strong may survive. <laughs> the strong may survive. Look. Okay, so I said Anaheim Angels. I think the Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels, dude, you paid a guy $313 million for 10 years, and you're never even going to see the playoffs. Mike Trout has not seen the playoffs in his MLB career. Not even a playoff game, not even a wild card game, man. Eliminate this team. Get him out of here. You said Mariners. I said Seattle. The last time they appeared in an LCS, the League Championship Series, was in 2001. They've never appeared in World Series. Uh, another team, Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, Pittsburgh's another one. The last time they appeared in an LCS was in 1992. Okay, then in that case, Minnesota Twins. 2002 was the last time they were in an LCS. Hold on. The last time they won a playoff game... Was in 2004. They've been in the playoffs 
uh, 13 out of the 17 years since then, and they've only won. No, excuse me. They have not won a playoff game since then. Since 2004. Hey, at least they're making the playoffs. No, I don't care. If you're not winning a playoff game and you've been in Anaheim, there 13 years, the then you Angels. need to get out of here. So even, I even updated it to Anaheim. But the Anaheim Angels, about time. at least, have not even been there. The Twins, they make the playoffs. They struggle when they get there. But at least they're good enough during the regular season to get there. Dude, did we mention all AL teams? <laughs> Minnesota, Anaheim. Seattle. Who's your other one? Pittsburgh. Okay, so we got one NL team. So NL's really on the right track. It's the AL that's the problem. Uh, the Rockies have never won a division. I don't know, man, but the Rockies bring are, have such great... Like, they're the kid that really sucks, but you just love having him on your team because he has a smile on his face. He's just happy to be there. Well, that team's and in he shambles really right hard. now. Dude, that front office has I, been shambles right uh, no, now. No, I don't. Miami I don't Marlins, do. two four zero nine. Ooh, two four zero nine with a really good point here. Before you eliminate any MLB franchises, remember the Padres were in the cellar for many years until two years ago. One team that shouldn't be eliminated but should be moved where people love baseball is the Tampa Bay Rays. Hmm. That's true. Even when the Tampa Bay Rays were good, like I think in two thousand eleven, or I guess it was in the World Series year. Nobody went to the games until the World Series. I mean, playoffs. Nobody went to their games. Regular season. They could, they're one of the best teams, and nobody went. Tampa Bay Rays need to get out of there. There's too many Florida teams. Miami, Tampa Bay, who else? That's it. See, that, that's, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just too many. That's too many. That's too many. Uh, 9938 says Detroit Tigers have been bad for a long time. That's, Yeah. The Tigers are another team, man. Detroit I, Tigers uh, last won their division in 2014. They went to the World Series in 13, I think, and lost to the Red Sox. No, no, no. Uh, I'm gonna say they went to AL, ALCS and lost to the Red Sox, I believe. One five seven zero. The Minnesota Twins again. I, I absolutely agree because they have not won a playoff game, and they've been there in the last 13 years. They have not won a single playoff game. But the, the longest, That's horrible. The longest playoff drought. It's just not what about winning divisions, winning uh, your um, your league, just getting to the postseason. The last time Seattle went to the postseason was in 2001. It's 19 seasons. Philadelphia is next, and the last time they did it was in 2011. Only nine seasons. So nine. if we're talking about mediocrity and not meeting expectations and uh, not pulling your weight. Nobody epitomizes that more than Seattle. 9310 actually agrees with you on one team. Start with the MLB team with the smallest budget. I think it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. See, uh, and I love, I mean, I love Pittsburgh in a lot. Of, I think they have a beautiful park. The PNC Park, am I right, 9310? I think it's PNC Park. I love that park. Beautiful. I, I do. But I they agree. are in, you want to talk about shambles with the Rockies. Pirates are in a pretty bad way themselves. All right, I, would, I would love to go see a game in Pittsburgh. Have you ever seen, have you been to a Major League Baseball game? I've never been to one. I've, I've been to two Cubs games. At Wrigley? At Wrigley. Oh, man. Cubs Giants and Cubs Reds. Okay, so who would be, if you had to run the league, actually 1570 asked a question, you think MLB will ever make it to Vegas? 
So Vegas used to have a team. They used to be the Las Vegas 51s. And then they left. I think it was part of the Oakland Athletics. Or is that the San Francisco? No, it was Oakland Athletics. Well, yeah, they had a change in affiliation yeah. uh, for their minor league team. Yeah. And they just recently opened a new minor league ballpark, which is really nice. Uh, now they're called the Aviators, I believe. Oh, is that them? Yeah. Okay. That's a really nice park. In a, I think it's in Summerlin. You're right. They changed their affiliation because they used to be with the Giants. Then they were with the A's. and Maybe they're still with the A's. I'd have to look it up. So, uh, But an MLB team? Man, there's a lot already going on. You got the Vegas Knights. You got the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, there's just so much going on. I don't know how much attention would be paid to Major League Baseball. Right. I think if we're looking at expansion, from what I've heard, I think Portland is probably in the in the in the pole position. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, with a 2.2 billion dollar price tag, I think that's really cost prohibitive. That that is just. Probably way too steep for anybody to think about or consider. For that kind of a price tag, why don't you just go out and try to buy one that already exists? Yeah, right? I'm with you on that one. That already has an arena, that already has a fan base. Okay, so let me ask you, where would you put the new baseball team? I think think Portland is, is... They've already made overtures that they would like a major league team. Portland, huh? I could do Portland. Uh, 2409 Vegas would have to be a dome with 120 degree days. Uh, and great baseball is not played indoors. Uh, that's or a- every game is played at night. Yeah. After the sun goes down. Can't do day, which day night double headers. Yeah. Which would be a problem. I mean, Phoenix, they, similar situation. They closed their dome, dome in the middle of the day. 1570, why not Salt Lake City? So here's the dealio on that. In fact, I think we could even ask Steve Klauke, um this tomorrow. But. Salt Lake City is very satisfied. We got to go to break here, but it's very satisfied with having a Triple A baseball team. With the Utah Jazz here, Real Salt Lake, they don't want to push the envelope too much, and I, and I actually don't blame them at all. They've got a Triple A baseball team here, which is still very popular, uh, well attended. Um, and nice I think that's And that's where they're okay with. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they want to push anymore, and I I honestly don't disagree with them. All right, let's take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap up the first hour of the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. So we can look at individual games here and there and point out. Yeah, but this is the number one issues in the Western Conference. And you're not going to account for injuries whatsoever. doesn't matter that two all-stars I'm telling you out. that the depth on the Jazz, the bench at least, really sucks. If right. We're, Trent if, Forrest if we're this should bad, be able to hang if we're this bad, with Hall of Famer Chris Paul. If we're this Paul. bad without Donovan Mitchell and a 40-year-old Mike Conley, we are in deep trouble when we get to the playoffs. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM. 1390 AM. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. 
Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business, and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. Decisions made locally, without all the red tape, by people who care and know how to help small business. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Better weather, longer days, and the urge to get outside. Spring has sprung. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical, and we'd love to help you scoot into spring and enjoy $200 off our high-quality scooters. Bringing wellness home is our motto, so also enjoy $200 off our best-selling lift chairs. For locations and information, visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the Allergy Clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The Allergy Clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The Allergy Clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the Allergy Clinic at 753-7880, 753-7880. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Full Court Press, Eric Franson, and Jay Salves in final two minutes of the first hour of the Full Court Press here on 1069 The Fan. Oh, I just pushed a button. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to push buttons. No, over the, there. I pushed the wrong Make button. Sure you pushed the right ones. Oh, man. I don't know what that just did. Hey, if we're not on air, let us know <laughs> somehow. By the way, the Cubs crushed the Dodgers today. What? Yeah. They must have sat all their starters. Seven to one. They play again later tonight. Part of a doubleheader. But well, that's not going to go well. through seven By the way, Dustin May out for the yeah, season with TJ surgery. Man, that's not good for Heard them. about that. Dude, he's a good pitcher, too. That's... That's too bad, though. It has to, you know, has to, I wonder, okay, so we talked about the lifespan of quarterbacks. I wonder what the lifespan of a pitcher is. The average lifespan? Yeah, of a pitcher. That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's longer than quarterbacks because quarterbacks are getting hit by 300-pound trucks. But just... I mean, utilizing or using your arm that much. Here we go. Uh, they estimate that the average professional working life of a baseball pitcher, 3.99 years. This was as of 2018. So that's like, what, four years? That's about what a quarterback is. I mean, Breeze, Brady, you know, Rodgers, those kind of guys were different. but See, it was 5.6 years as a study that was done back in 2007. And this report in 2018 says it's more like 3.9, but basically four years. It's getting shorter. 
Stat that blew our mind. Player of the week all coming up here in the second hour of the Full Court Press. We'll also talk some more Utah Jazz basketball. Happy Star Wars Day. Thank you. Press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, I'm Ajay Salveson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. So grateful to have you guys joining us, streaming on 106.9thefan.com and the 106.9thefan mobile app. However and wherever you're doing so, thank you for doing so with us. May 4th, don't do it. May 4th, it's a Tuesday. Uh, if you are just joining this show, you just get into your car, 435-339-0321 is our Gil Mortgage text line. Again, Happy Star Wars Day. You son I, of a... Sorry, I, I waited as long as I could. You did not. Uh, 435-339-0321 is the way to text into our Gil Mortgage text line to voice your opinion, thoughts, concerns, questions, whatever you got, whatever topic. We'd love to hear from you. In the first hour, we talked Utah Jazz basketball. Big winners over the Spurs. Defensively, just dominating San Antonio. Those two will duke it out and run it back tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Game will be on ESPN. That's an, or no, it's an eight, is it 8 o'clock start. Uh, I think it's a 7 o'clock start on NBA TV. Is it NBA TV or is it ESPN? Uh, because I saw the promo yesterday. 7 o'clock start on NBA TV. Okay. All right. That's good because I'm sick of listening to Matt Harpering. He's not bad. Yeah, he is. He sugarcoats everything. Why can he so biased? Well, he's supposed to be. No, there you can be honest. It's okay to be honest. Like, what was it? What um Oh man, two nights ago when LeBron got fouled and the the Lakers analyst is like yeah, it looks like he got him with the elbow just a little bit right. Right. Oh, yeah, it looks about maybe a, somewhere right there. Didn't even touch him. I I mean, it's okay to be a color analyst for your team and be honest. Not be like, man, he got well, fouled. Didn't okay. even touch him. I'm going to throw this out to our Guild Mortgage text line. I want to hear from you. Would you rather your play-by-play, your designated team play-by-play and color analyst to be homers or objective? 9463. I'm 4,000% convinced that Ajay had never been and never will be a Jazz fan. I am a Jazz fan. I'm just saying. Matt Harpering's not my guy. I wish we could get uh, that Mike Smith guy back. He disappeared off the nowhere. No one, I don't know where he's at now anymore. Thurl is good. I like Thurl a lot. I love Thurl. He's really good. Did I ever tell you the story about when I first met Thurl? I uh, don't think so. I, I got to tell you this. Okay, you're going to love it. So uh, when I was working in Salt Lake City, our studios were inside of Vivint Smart Home Arena. Still our fifth floor. But you had to go into the basement to clock in when there's no events going on. So the Jazz were on a road game, but Thurl and Alima Harrington are still doing their pre, post, and half stuff. So for TV. So I, I clock through through the basement, go through security, and um, at the vending machine is Thurl Bailey. 
and Thrill sees me coming around the corner, and he says hi, and I say hi, and he stops, we shake hands, and we talk for just, I mean, maybe two minutes. This is a true story, honest to heaven story. And then after the conversation, I, we kind of do like one of those bro hugs, not the one awkward ones you like to do, but the ones we actually <laughs> should be doing. So he grabs my hand, we pull him for a hug, and I hug him. And I'm like, man, this guy is firm, dude. He is like solid steel of muscle. And like I readjust my hand again, and then one more time, and I realize as we're pulling away, and I slide my hand away, I'm grabbing his butt. Wow. I'm not. I'm grabbing his buttocks. Wow. No wonder you're such a fan of Thurl. And stop it. And you've had a very close encounter. Because <laughs> he's super tall, and I'm super short. And I pull away, and I'm just like, well, that sucks. And he has this, like, this most, I mean, he has a great grin on his face, and he goes, hey, let's do lunch soon. I'm like, okay, sounds good. He gives me his number. And so, anyways, I, I, I did lunch with him maybe, like, I think it was a month and a half later, maybe two months. And I was like, Thurl. And the next time we saw each other, I just gave him a high five, and that was it. I wasn't giving him no hug again. I didn't want to do it. You know, like, hey, come on in here. Come on. He's like, I'm like, nope, nope. Nope. Bring it in. Not, Bring it in. Not doing it. So I grabbed Thurl Bailey's butt, everybody. That's great. Thank you for that. Shut uh, up. 9948 on our Guild Mortgage text line. <laughs> we need Hot Rod Hunley back. Just totally through. <laughs> he was legendary. Yes, he was. He was Oh, he was awesome. Hot Rod was. Okay, by the way, speaking of that job. So I had to do the NCAA tournament in that side of that studio. I was in there the night Hot Rod Hunley had died. So he had passed away that morning, and I was in. I had to sleep in the studio because I had a late shift and an early shift the next day. Dude, I'm telling you, creepiest thing in the world. Like because you hear things, and you're like, "Hot Rod, is that you?" <laughs> the ghost of Hot Rod Hunter. Hello, walking the hall. Oh man, like Energy Solutions Arena. Dude, he was great though, wasn't he? The Delta Center. Uh, the Sparto Marina. What was uh, what was the Cowhide? Cowhide Globe hits home. The gentle push, the cowhide globe. That's what it was. Horny for three. After a bell high dribble. And I'd be like, horny for three. And then my dad would be like, don't say that. I'm like, hot rod saying it. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Any other texts? I ain't even looking. Uh, 1570, Thurl is a bigger homer than Matt. You think so? Huh. Maybe it's just the way Matt phrases it. Uh, nine three one zero. Harpering gets a lot of heat for a reason. I don't understand. I love Harpering as a commentator. See, he used to be really, really, really good when he first started. Like he'd give you great analysis. Like you know, this is the play that they're doing, and maybe it's because Sloan was a coach. And now it's just, yeah, you know, it's a great still here. There's Rudy doing defensive player of the year stuff. Okay, what is he doing? Like, what are you seeing defensively? I mean, you know. Nine four six three. I sync my TV up with the radio broadcast because David Locke is insanely good. I love David Locke. Good oh call there. my goodness! Yes, and good call. I love David Locke. Locke is a master of understanding the nuance of the game in the moment. Like he's doing real time stats. Um, oh, dude! Hey, really, he, you and, say that. Okay, but have you ever worked with the guy and he's asked you to go get stats of certain things? You crap your pants. You are soiling yourself while you're sitting there trying to figure out, okay, so how do I figure out how many, like, what the plus minus is with John Wall off the floor based on ball percentage? Like, I don't even know what he's saying, but I'm trying to look it up. 
Dude, it is an intimidating thing. And I, again, I love Locke and I have so much respect for him. But boy, you're like sweating bullets when you're working inside the studio during one of his calls. I can imagine. He's a he's so he's good a though. Pretty intense. Do you dude. like Ron Boone? I do like Ron. Ron's been doing it a long time. I, I don't think he contributes as much to the broadcast in the moment. I, I like his pregame analysis, watching the uh, practices and scouting reports. But Locke takes so much oxygen in the in the call. It, yeah. it doesn't leave a lot of room for Ron. Yeah, and that's true. Hey, by the way, help me here because I mean, I'm sure 9463, if you could text in on this as well. Do you ever hear Ron like going, hmm, 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 hmm? <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing, Ron? Are you okay? Like, honestly, David will be talking and he'll be calling a big play and you hear Ron go, hmm, mm. No, I've heard that too. I think mm. it's something, it's not Ron. I think it's something with his headset or something else that's in the broadcast. I've meant to reach out to them and say, hey, there's weird. Are you sure it's not Ron? It's coming across. Because Ron has a mic and he's like, mmm, mmm. <laughs> I'm like, Ron, stop it, man. <laughs> like he's finishing his ice cream or something. <laughs> he's like, it's ice cream. <laughs> hey, oh, I, I need to tell you a story off air, by the <laughs> Nine, way. 948. Ron does that. It's because he's eating. <laughs> uh, 9315 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Never thought the full court press would have a segment on people's behinds. Well, there you go. Uh, there you go. Check it off the list. It's been done. You're welcome. Uh, 1570. Matt is biased, but I've heard him compliment uh, their team or even say the Jazz get away with the call. Not always on the Jazz side. I prefer uh. Matt over Thurl, but I've met Thurl also, and he is a good dude. Yeah, Thurl is a very genuine person. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah, great, sincere. Um, so I'm not saying that Matt's like some evil jerk. I have, I just I've not had that opportunity to meet Matt, but I know from personal experience. So Thurl is a really good dude. I've heard horror stories of Matt, just like of him being a jerk. But the oh, like the one time I met him, we were walking, um, in from the lot into the uh, into the uh, Vivian Small Marina basement area. And like we chatted for a bit, and he was asking like what I do and how long I've been. He was a super good dude. So I haven't. I mean, nothing against Matt as a person, but just like on the call, I feel like he just can be so biased. Nine nine four eight. I do like Bowler Jack though. Thoughts? Love Bowler. Love, 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 love Bowler. And he's been. He's had some great Look, calls. Utah. Too. Is very lucky to have somebody like Craig Bowler Jack. Mm-hmm. If on occasion you get a chance to watch the hometown broadcast of somebody else's team, you'll realize just how good we have it here in Utah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, he's called NCAA tournament games. He called the Utah State Marquette game in 09 or 2000. Yeah, 2009. He called that game. He was a regular NFL. Yeah, he used analyst, to call a bunch of that Patriot games and such. Oh, yeah. He's called He's called a lot of great college football games. Um, the Miracle in uh, in tennis, you know, in LSU, I believe. Called that one. So, yeah, and, and Bowler's really, really good. We need to get him back on the show again, too. We had him on, I think it, when we very first started this station, haven't had him on since. So, yeah, I need to get him back on here. Bowler's a really, really good guy. I have a ton of respect for Bowler Jack. And I, you're right. You are 100% right. We are lucky to have that guy. Uh, uh, one last time, and I'll just throw it out there. When you're watching, like, your, your hometown or your homeschool broadcast, because I think this could apply for high school sports, college sports, the Jazz, uh, it, it would for your hometown broadcast, 
Do you want them to be more, I'm not saying they have to be like way homer, but would you prefer that they be more in favor of, of calling things to the, your hometown way for the home team? Or do you want them to be more objective as if you were to watch a national broadcast? 435-339-0321. Just curious. It's good for us to know because we do a lot of high school games around here. And I'll be honest, uh, I hear more often than not if our broadcast crews are not homer enough. I hear about that more than if they are too much of a homer. Really? Oh, yes. Really? Oh, yes. Uh, 5662. Wow. 50-50, but being too much of a homer where the broadcasters have their jazz-colored goggles on isn't enjoyable. It's better than watching the national broadcast where the jazz aren't talked about at all. Yeah, so, I mean. That's a fair point. Yeah, no, and, and they're right. Like, I somehow split it in half. 9948 is more objective. And I agree. Like, look, it, I mean, it's okay to root for your team. It's okay to get excited about a great play. Like, for example, like the Hornets play-by-play team is annoying as I'll get out. <laughs> that is one oh that I have gosh. listened to. It's like, oh my oh, god, we are so Just lucky. In Utah. Shut up, yeah. I, I I can't stand it. I honestly can't stand it. Two one two two brutal honesty. Yeah, I'm okay. See, and look again. If you want to get excited about a great like the Jordan Clarkson dunk, or you know, um, I mean, a great buzzer beater or a Donovan Mitchell play, yeah, by all means, please do. But. Don't go out of your way to be like, oh, yeah, he didn't, oh, he looks like he didn't foul him and he clocked him like right in the face. I mean, be straight up about it. And if your team does something dumb, say it. Like, what? I mean, that's a really dumb decision by Jordan Clarkson. All right. Like, there's some times where, like, if the Jazz are on the AT&T Sportsnet and on ESPN or yeah. TNT, like, I'll, I'll regularly you know, check in on the national broadcast and it drives my kids crazy. Like, no, we want to watch the jazz broadcast. And I'm like, well, okay, but I want to see what the national people are saying about the jazz. I'm curious about the national narrative about what's going on with this game. Like, I don't care. We just want to watch the jazz. We want to watch our jazz guys. Interesting. What would you, okay, what broadcast crew would take you away from a Utah jazz game? Like a Utah jazz broadcast. If there was a national broadcast crew, who would it have to be to take you away from Bowler Jack? Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller. I, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. I, or, or even uh, Mark Davis is really good. Mark Davis and Jeff Van Gundy, I would love. I would absolutely love. Because Jeff Van Gundy's Gundy is one of those that's uh, brutal honesty. Yeah, yeah. But, and, but yeah, he's, he's very complimentary of the Jazz. But he also gives you Tia straight up. Uh, 9948 on our Guild Warriors text line. Great announcers get excited for unbelievable plays regardless of which team does it. It's true. Uh, 2787, someone that is fun to listen to, but will call it how it is. Bowler Jack is like that guy. Uh, 9315, BYU fan, where I say they did not like the play-by-play for USU. Uh, BYU basketball yeah. game because of them being homers. There is a certain broadcast that uh, ended up being like both teams broadcast um, because BYU's team was gone. And so ended up being the both teams broadcast and fans from Provo were not happy about the broadcast at all. They were very upset because they were homer in the Aggies, which is what they're supposed 
supposed to do. Right, it gets to my point. Like, if it's your team, well, okay, no, and yes, if you're doing it for that team, but, people, you would expect that they would be a but to a degree a homer for your for your team. But they were also like, hey, look here. I mean, straight down the middle. I mean, in regards of like you know questionable calls, controversial stuff. Right. If you're supposed to be calling it for more than just that, you probably should be more objective. Yeah, but I mean, but but this, if you're the home TV. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So wait. Hold, let me ask you a question really quick before going with more text. If you were the home TV broadcast and you're calling it for both sides, like, wouldn't that? Fr- I mean, would you understand though and be like, oh, that is kind of frustrating that you know our guy can't be supportive of us because the other team has that part of the TV broadcast as well? That would that bug me. I mean, that's that's our TV guy. He usually calls jazz games. I, if he's calling the Jazz and Warriors game for both stations, I don't care. Go find somebody else. <laughs> it's true. I could agree with that. Uh, five six six two. Ajay wants Doris. Okay. Okay. By the way, she made up another word yesterday. All right. Doris does not make up words. Yes, she did. The linktivity. She was talking about the linktivity of. Of uh, Anthony Davis, Linktivity? Yeah, she did not say that. She did. Did you watch the game? I watched the end of the game. Okay, we well, didn't watch the second quarter. <laughs> nine nine four eight. Uh, Harry Carey did it all the time. Didn't always have to be the Cubs with the great plays. Mm. Depends on how early in the game it probably was. Like how how sauced was he when that play happened? <laughs> did he drink? <laughs> Yes. Shut up, really? <laughs> yes. I heard stories about hot rod drinking uh, before the game. <laughs> Some great stories, too. Uh, it sounds like it's turning out to be a pretty saucy game uh, in New York between the uh, Astros and the Yankees. The Yankees I, are booing them. Okay. Did, anybody and, comes to the plate, Bregman did, hit a home run, and he's showered with boos. Did you see? And that's good. Look, baseball is they need winning this. right now. Yeah, they need this. Absolutely. They've got rivalries. They've got exciting players. Dude, he threw that right down the pipeline. They've got <laughs> big moments right now. <laughs> Baseball is winning. Dude, you can't just throw him a fastball down the middle. <laughs> oh, my heck. I think baseball is doing a lot of right things right now. There's there's fun rivalries. Basketball, I think NBA is just kind of limping along right now. Here's Bregman in the Bronx. Bregman drives one deep to left field, and that will silence a few of the Yankees fans as he puts one into the bullpen. A solo home run, and the Astros out in front, one to nothing on Bregman's fifth home run of the year. Brady's had some big games up in New York, and there's a Brady bomb to break things open for the Houston Astros, scoring again early on these road games. Houston leads it one nothing in the top of the first. By the way, when Altuve went to bat. A bunch of people were pounding on their seats and banging on things while booing Altuve going to the plate. That's great. According to BJ Reigns. Oh, I think he's being sarcastic. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if he is. You just hate to see this, he says. Yeah, he's being sarcastic. Here's the thing. is like, you know what? Good. It, it, and, and it should be this way. Right. Houston should, should feel the heat. Right. Last year, they didn't. They didn't have to feel the heat because there, there really weren't fans. But this year, now that fans are back, baseball players and fans, they have long memories. Yes. So Houston's going to get 
what's coming to them. Uh, I would, and and here's the other thing too. And you're so right when you said this. This is so great for baseball. You, I mean, you don't think that the commissioner's like, oh man, ratings are just absolutely soaring right now. Everybody's watching this game, the Padres and Dodgers. Like, and we talked about rivalries a week ago, I think, right? Yeah. I think this will be one of those that's going to brew into that. Both teams will probably see each other in the playoffs. They hate each other right now at this very moment. Um, this is what you want to see. This is so good for baseball. You love it. The Anaheim Angels rival is the Anaheim Angels. They don't have a Seattle rival. Seattle Mariners. Everyone who beats up on them. Yeah, Seattle Mariners. It's a battle for uh, mediocrity. It's the Salt Lake Bees. Hey, speaking of the Anaheim Angels, and I appreciate you saying it correctly, uh, Mike Trout. It's the long-ass Los Angeles. Wait, what? What did Don't. you just say? Just shut up and read the stat. Though I might have been metaphorically correct. You know what I was trying to say. Oh, we'll have to go back and listen to that one. No. <laughs> As okay. you see this. <laughs> Anaheim Angels. <laughs> Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike Trout. I'm not going to get that sound of you saying that word out of my head. What word? Mike Trout. Uh, get this. You, you talked about a great player on a team that's just bad. Horrible. Yeah. An organization that just does not appreciate the talent that they have and they have done nothing to help him out. I mean, Shohei Otani, yeah, that's a nice player, but what else have they done to try to put a great team around this Generational player. Look, he leads the majors with a .410 batting average. With If he gets one hit tonight, all he needs is one hit, and he'll set a new career high for hits through his first 25 games. Such a good player on such a bad team. It's really sad. And the crazy part is, I mean, he has signed his... His baseball death warrant there. Okay, so how much pressure should we be putting on Mike Trout? Like, such a great player at the Angels, and they're such a bad team. No one's talking about, Mike Trout, you're such a great player. How do you keep putting up with this? Why don't you demand to do something, that the club do something better to help you? Is he just okay with getting great stats, just being on a bad team, and he gets to live in Southern see, California, so yeah, it's really see, all not no, that and, bad? Okay, so maybe six years ago that would have been an unfair question, but now that's a definitely fair question. Are you just there to get numbers and be in, live in Southern California? Or are you there to go okay, after... He live in Orange because County. Because he says, oh, what? tens of millions when of dollars When he signed that contract, he said, I want to win a ring. And you and I laughed. When, we, like, when that contract was signed, and he said that, you and I laughed. Because there was no way that Mike Trout with the Los Angeles of Anaheim Angels was going to win that a ring there, ever. They never will. They never will in his career. In fact, Eric, since he's been with the Angels, he has not won a play. He's not even been to a playoff game yet. He hasn't been to one playoff game yet. And yet he's having the greatest season of his career. They're fourth in the uh, AL West. Uh, in fact, they are they're near the bottom of the American League, period. Only the Rangers, Twins, and Tigers have worse records so far through the first 25 games. Twenty-five to thirty games. It's I mean, 
at what point do we start shifting the narrative? Like, dude, how much of this is on you? Like, people are critical of the Angels. How much should we start shifting that now to Mike Trout? To Mike Trout. No, I'm with you. Like, if you're that Absolutely. good and you demand that kind of a salary, you're that good of a player, at what point do you start flexing your own muscles and saying, come on, guys. I only have so many years left. Yeah, I need Let, help. Let's... Get Let's me do a, something here. Get me a pitching staff. Get me players behind me. Get me like or get me out of here. Yeah, or just trade me. And you don't think the value of Mike Trout going somewhere would be huge for the Angels? You're talking about first round picks, cash compensation. Great Look players. what Colorado did. They signed Nolan Arenado. This yeah. huge deal. Didn't they got him? They moved him. He got out of there. He knew that he was in a losing situation. Colorado wasn't ever going to do anything. They had a bad front office. Uh, I can't Trout do the same. John Russell text in, you are already riding the Angels off, and rightly so, but after how many games in a long baseball season do you call the season over? For the Angels, honestly, and I'm not and I'm not, I'm not joking, 60. That gives you 100 games left, but they're already 12 games, 13 games behind in a loaded AL West. 60, and they're out. And some of it's based on injury. I get it. I mean, because the Salt Lake Beats will... You'll watch. The Salt Lake Beats will start off really hot. Angels will be really crappy. And then they'll call the Bees and say, Hey, we want to take this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Bring him up. We'll ship you these guys. Look, I, I get it. We're only 25 to 30 games into the season. When you look at the overall American League standings, there are three and a half games out of first place. It's not like this huge gap. I mean, the Tigers are terrible. They're not the Tigers. Tigers are nine and a half games back. Uh, Anaheim, they're 13 and 14 overall. So it's not totally dire yet, but I think you're right. You, at a certain point, this team's got to start fighting for something. Mike Trout should be demanding a certain level of help. If not, then he'll just go down as a, a nice player on a bad team for his career. And that may overshadow like how great of a player he really is because he is a really good player. Okay, so here's the thing. He could be one of the first pl- – I'll have to look it up. But he could be the first player in MLB history to be an MVP and a first ballot Hall of Famer without ever winning or without ever playing in a playoff game. Yeah, that will always be held over his head. That he like how good of how good how were numbers you really? his was yeah like his numbers his stats. Um, Ernie Banks, John Russell says. Can you say Cubbies? Um, here's the thing: is that that's what's going to. You're right. That's what's going to overshadow Mike Trout. As good as he is, there's a very high possibility. That he could be the first baseball player in MLB history to win an MVP award and never play and be a first ballot Hall of Famer and never play in a playoff game. That is bonkers to me. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> and it's it's very likely that but, could be the case. Right. And it's happened before. It could happen again, but Yeah. Still. I'm really interested to get that uh, perspective from yeah. Klauke tomorrow. Steve Klauke will join us here on The Fan tomorrow at uh, 4.20. It's his time. It's slaughter for us. Uh, a voice of the Salt Lake Bees. The Bees get into their season 
Thursday night, uh, I believe it's 7.05. Fireworks will be included in that game. If you want to get tickets for the Bees games, go to slbees.com. Steve Klauke, one of the best voices in, in, in baseball, honestly, as he... I can't wait to hear his voice again call a baseball game. That's going to be so great. All right, we're going to I'm also a- wanting to know like his thoughts on what the Pioneer League is doing. Oh, yeah. That home run derby thing. Right. Like, no extra innings. He's such a purist, though. He really is a purist <laughs> of the game. And, I mean, rightfully so. I get it. Yeah, I, th- I don't think he'd be for it. Yeah. No way. Uh, 9315 is that FCC legal, Ajay. We have no idea what you're talking about. 2409. <laughs> Didn't Andre Dawson win an MVP first ballot Hall of Famer and never play a playoff game? Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought he played playoff games. Who's Andre Dawson? He played for the Cubs for a long time. Because oh. Cubs went to some playoff games in the mid-90s, early 90s. So, he played, oh, well, yeah, he played for the Red Sox from 93 to 94. Played with the Marlins from 95 to 96. Huh. Yeah, he played with the Cubs. Twelve knee surgeries? Holy crap, man. Oh, man. 400 home runs, 300 stolen bases. Um, Yeah, so I guess he was more late 80s, early 90s for Chicago. Let's see here. I don't know if he ever. Let's see. Uh, they do not mention. Yeah, Cubs from eighty-seven to ninety-two. Started with the Expos from seventy-five to eighty-six. Red Sox ninety-three, ninety-four. Yeah, I don't know if he ended up playing in a playoff game. I'll have to look at that. Good stuff. I'll look that up. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back to the full court press. You want to text into the show? Uh, a few things that we're doing on our text line today. Okay. One, I have lost nine straight weeks of pick six. Nine. If I lose for the 10th week in a row, Eric gets to pick my punishment via the help of you listeners. You'll text into the show, and you can do it today. You can do it now. You got till Thursday about 5.50. You got to pick a punishment for me if I lose for 10th week in a row. Okay, we've got like Shave My Head, singing the BYU Fight Song. Uh, you fight song, uh, wear an Aggie jersey around, um, hang out with Sam Merrill one day. I mean, you've got, you've got <laughs> some pretty bad punishments. I don't remember those last two being on the list. But you get a text into the show, any kind of punishment that has to be state and whatever, follow the law. And then Eric will pick that punishment. And bada beam, bada boom. Bam, jam, thank you, ma'am. Okay? But I'm going to win this week, so it doesn't matter. Uh, secondly, people are going to be really disappointed after I win, too. They are going to be livid. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Uh, secondly, uh, da, 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 da. um, what was the other one? Jazz. What was about the Jazz one? Well, like, we wondered if, uh, you prefer your, your home team broadcast, whether it be high school, college, NBA, professional, whatever, do you prefer your home team, your hometown broadcast to be more of a homer or more objective? And then, oh yeah, what was the one jazz player, former jazz player, not named Carl Malone or John Stockton, that you would like to see play on this current jazz team and why? Yeah, based on this system, yes. how they're playing this year, yes. which former jazz player would thrive in this system? There you go. That's all uh, That's all we got for you on the text line, uh, 5662. 
Ajay's punishment, burn TB12's Pat's jersey on air. I ain't doing it. Ooh. I ain't freaking doing wow. it. Wow. No. That would be your... I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. That make room for more of that uh, no. great library of uh, Tampa gear that you're trying to find space for. I'm I'm not doing that crap. No, never. That's like okay. There's sacred things to me in my life. Okay, <laughs> the sacred. Script, okay, the scriptures and t- Tom Brady. Wow. That's it. Wow. That's it. Okay. Nothing else. Uh, hey, coming up, we got the stat that blew our minds. Yes. Our player of the week. Yes. I, and I, yeah, I, I got another interesting fact. It's not a stat that blew your mind necessarily. It's not my specific one, but it is a really interesting tidbit that I came across. We'll share that with you too. Coming up on here on the Full Court Press. Cash Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cash Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cash Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cash Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880-753-7880. Mothers are simply the best. So treat her with nothing but the best this Mother's Day with a delicious brunch buffet at Elements Restaurant. Omelets to order, crepes, hot griddled cakes, slow roasted prime ribs, salmon, shrimp, and more delicious options, including salad bar and endless desserts. Treat mom to something extraordinary at the Elements Restaurant Mother's Day brunch, Sunday, May 9th. Google Elements Restaurant to reserve online or call 750-5171. That's 750-5171. Now open and waiting for you. Elements Restaurant, next to the Spring Hill Suites in South Logan. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. They didn't go, hey, you know what? We have 16. Why don't we go to 15? Why don't we go to 14? But the NFL with 17 games? All right. More fantasy, more gambling. Yeah, more money, Jesse. Feels like we're entering the load management era of uh, NFL with all these... All these games. I'm going to sit this week nine out. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, we forgot one other thing that we threw out there for our audience. What? On the, the Guild Mortgage text line. Okay. So, you know, what jazz player would be great in this system? Uh, you know, Homer or objective for your hometown uh, broadcast crew. Um, what, was it th- what was the other one? We had three before. Pick six. Oh, your, uh, yeah, your punishment for pick six if you lose 10 straight. And the other one that we led off with, it's Star Wars Day, so what character, what Star Wars character would, would you assign to, to me or to Ajay? I feel like this is just punishment. When you're looking at watching Star Wars, no. it is Star Wars Day. It's a day to be celebrated. So <laughs> if it's Star Wars Day, like which character would, would I be in Star Wars? Which character would Ajay be? I, I thought he would make a good Ewok. No, and I thought you'd be make a good Tin Man. C-3PO? Dude, that is not a character. Yeah, C-3PO crap up. is the gold, gold robot that walks around. 
The protocol droid. <laughs> Making crap up. That's cool. 9315. I'll be so excited for AJ if he wins pick six. The dog needs a bone once in a while. I'll, dude, I'm telling you, it is going to bum a lot of people out who give great suggestions such as 2787. And he says, boy, Aja, you struggle. You know what? It's been hard. Okay? It's been really hard. Again, the rule is, if I lose for the 10th week in a row to Eric and pick six, here is what the, uh, here's what the rule is. You texters, you listeners, our awesome, awesome listeners, get a text in a punishment that is within state law, and Eric will get to pick one of those punishments. Answers need to be and suggestions need to be filed in before Thursday, 5.50 p.m. Mountain time. Uh, 2787. <laughs> this is, you know you have a great listener when 2787 brings this one up. Eat three pieces of ghost pepper turkey, dress up as a BYU cheerleader, and sing the BYU fight song. I'm not singing the <laughs> BYU fight song. I'm not singing that's, it. Uh, that's, a, that's a trifecta right I there. am not singing the BYU fight song. I hate the Cougars. We have to remember. I hate the it, Cougars. It needs to be a punishment for Ajay, but not a punishment for the rest of us. You want to see me in a cheerleader suit? Oh, man. Three pieces of ghost pepper jerky. Was that the one that you struggled with? Oh, my gosh. With? Yes. That was yours, right? I was crying. I had the habanero, and I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, you're ever like, well, this isn't that bad. It's because you're a sissy. <laughs> like sweating. Can't, can't handle the hot stuff, huh? Makes sense. <laughs> hey, Ajay, should we get into the stat that blew our minds and our player of the week? Uh, Yeah, we should. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. Hey, 6789, in hearts, <laughs> losing this much is called shooting the moon. And it's actually quite the accomplishment, Ajay. Hold your head <laughs> up high. You like you gain extra points if you do that. Like oh, you win the game. Shove it. Just shut it. I'm not. I'm not losing. Like our listeners are gonna be really upset when they find out that I came out and I beat you up. That would mean you would have to go against everything that your instincts tell you. No. Well, no. It just means I'd have to try. Uh, John Russell says AJ is Jar Jar Binks. I swear, if I get that one more time. That stupid platypus dinosaur. That's been nominated before. Platypus dinosaur. I'm not not doing it. I ain't freaking going with that. No way, no how. All right, Eric, what's the stat that blew your mind? Okay, first, an interesting tidbit. The average lifespan of a Major League Baseball is seven pitches. I thought that was interesting. But that's not the stat that blew my mind. In light of this national holiday... It's not a national holiday. I, dude. Star Wars Day. No. Uh, the highest grossing Star Wars film in North America was The Force Awakens. That's episode seven. What the? Or what is this? What is this? What is going on here? It brought. What is going on here? In North America. Say it with it, a straight it, face. <laughs> I'm trying. Say it like you mean it. It brought in $936.6 million. Globally, over $2 billion for this one movie. But the, the lowest grossing film in the Star Wars canon... I don't, I don't was, want to do this anymore. Was, was, ...was one that most people think was the best of all of them made, which was episode five, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> that only brought in... Nerd! 
two nerd <laughs> that only brought in two hundred and nine million dollars. So wait, what is the stat then? I'm really confused here. Just the disparity between the top grossing Star Wars film compared to the the lowest grossing Star Wars film. That's that's great stuff. Star Wars Day, you, you got to go with. It's just incredible stuff. What's right important there, on this day? I mean, really, really enthralling stuff right there by you. Good crap. All right. So the Suns beat the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, on uh, just a uh, couple days ago. No big deal, right? Actually, it is. The Suns had not won at Chesapeake Arena since December 19th, 2010. Whoa. Are you, wow. Yeah. Really? They had not won in Oklahoma City in 11 years. That's crazy. That's incredible. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> 5662 on our Guilt Mortgage text line. Ajay can't talk bad about Star Wars Day if he doesn't even know who C-3PO is. If Jar Jar Binks and an Ewok had a baby, that would be Ajay. <laughs> Okay, hey, wait, is that the same text who told me to burn the TB12 jersey? Yes. Okay, hold on. Blocked, <laughs> reported for spam. Got him. All right, who's your, who's your player of the week? I promise that will have, mine will have nothing to do with Star Wars. I, I would hope so. I, I mean, they haven't played a game in a while. Oh, I mean, wait, done a movie in a while. It's a new series that No, Eric, today. don't. It was just a figure of speech. Jeez. Listen to you. Uh, my <laughs> Why do this with you anymore? I <laughs> have no idea. Uh, my player of the week is actually going to be uh, Steph Curry. Dude, the guy continues to make an MVP case for a team that's in 10th place. I mean, it's really tremendous stuff. I was actually thinking about LaMelo Ball coming off that injury. But Steph Curry's going to be my guy. He had 41 last night. Just phenomenal. Um, you thought LaMelo Ball was going to be your MVP? Yeah. Yeah, dude. LaMelo Ball. Oh, wait. I forgot to hit our thing, too. Yeah. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Player of the game. Time to see who the real MVP is. LaMelo Ball. I was going to say that. Yeah, you don't have to say it. Puts a lot of cool things in perspective anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the Full Court Press Player of the Week. LaMelo Ball. Okay. You're confused with Rookie of the Year. No, so what Okay, so what LaMelo did the other uh, the other day, did you see his underhand, like, 75-foot pass? No. Dude, he catches, he catches the outlet. He's, like, at the free throw line, and he chucks it underhand to the other side of the court where Terry Rozier is just over there. In stride, catches it. Then he had another one where it was like overhand, same distance, in stride, catches it for a layup. Westbrook had a great touchdown pass last night. Bradley Beal. It's an offensive rebound, chucks it almost the full length of the court, catches Beal in stride, doesn't even put the ball down, catches it, pops up for a layup. It was an impressive pass. So he caught an offensive rebound. Sorry, and then he chucked it to the other side of the court rebound, to sorry. Bradley Bill, where he laid it up on the wrong defensive, side of the hoop. Defensive rebound. Sorry. And then laid it in for the other team. 
That is what makes Russell Westbrook great. The ability to throw the ball to the wrong side of the court. So, your player of the week is Steph Curry? Or and is it LaMelo Ball? Can I go Steph Ball or LaMelo Curry? <laughs> because both of them were phenomenal. Uh, by the way, 5-6-6-2. Oh, no, sorry. I'll love Ajay. Nothing personal. Re- really enjoy the show. Thanks for all you guys do. Crap, I didn't block him. <laughs> Text still came through. <laughs> oh, no, 5-6-6-2. Thanks for joining us. And by the way, what's an Ewok? That's the Wicket. That's the character. Wait, a Wicket's an Ewok and Ewok's a Wicket. It's the same wicket thing? Wicket is the name of the Ewok. Is that like a specific Ewok? That's like saying Ajay is the name of a human. So it's a specific Ewok? Yes. Is there something spe- special about Mr. Wicket? Yeah. What does he do? Like, what is he so special? He's just kind of... Uh, because when I see these little freaking furry things, I think of, like, the Furbies. He's furry, cute, and cuddly, kind of like you. <laughs> Uh, and kind of small. All Ewoks are small. Okay, my player of the week. Keeping us on topic here. Oh, yeah, sure you are. <laughs> my player of the Can't week. Can't wait for the Star Wars player of the week. Go ahead, though. Uh, I'm going to go with Derek Rose. Look, over his last eight games, and I know this extends beyond just this last week, but this kind of epitomizes just kind of play he he's bringing to the Knicks right now. Uh, he's averaging 19.5 points, 4.8 assists, shooting 59% from the field, 50% from three. And as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, the Knicks have won 12 of their last 13, and they've outscored their opponents by 105 points when Rose is on the court. That's the highest plus-minus on the team during that time. So Derek Rose, uh, I mean, he's been reunited with Coach Thibodeau, and and that New York team is, that's, that's a fun team to watch. Uh, it, it's exciting having good basketball played in Madison Square Garden. That's good for the NBA. We talked about good things that are happening in Major League Baseball. One of the good things in the NBA right now is the play of the New York Knicks. That franchise has been irrelevant for a long time since Carmelo Anthony was doing things 10 years ago. But um, it, that, uh, that's a really fun team right now. And uh, a lot of that, you have to give credit to... Uh, uh, what Derrick Rose is doing, how that team's coming together. Um, Julius Randle, obviously, playing. I'm not going to say he's an MVP candidate, but certainly I think he should be the most improved player. But Derrick Rose stands out to me for what he's been doing in the last week. You talked about Russell Westbrook. This is Scott Brooks on Russell Westbrook. You ready for this? Uh, I heard quote, about what he said last night. Oh, you did? Okay. so I didn't quote, hear it in its entirety. I just heard it inferred. Quote, I used to always say he's gonna. Speaking of Russell Westbrook, he's going to be. He's going to probably go down as the third best point guard ever, but he has passed one of those now, and he's probably going to be the second best. One is obviously Magic Johnson. What he does, there's no point guard that has ever done it. Nobody, nobody. End quote. So he's saying he surpasses John Stockton. I would imagine. But John Stockton never ever racked up assists, even though he's a career assist leader by thousands of assists. John Stockton never made what? I mean, look. John Stockton never had twenty rebound games. But he didn't go. But he understood one thing: that's not his job. If it comes to him, he grabs it. But you let 
Ostertag, Carr, Mark Eaton, Malone. That's their job. Get out of the way. You're for the outlet, and then you get in the offense. You don't need to go get a rebound to go do that. Like, I mean, think about it. Think of the big men who have these uh, uh, incentives, right? Hey, if you get seven, seven or eight rebounds a game, we're going to give me an extra $100,000. So this guy's close to seven or eight boards a game. Here comes Russell Westbrook flying in out of nowhere, taking the rebound away from you. A point guard. Look, I, I don't begrudge Russell Westbrook for his intensity of play and how he, he goes after every play with the enthusiasm that he does. Uh, I, I think that it's, it's pretty amazing to watch. But to call him the second best point guard ever, uh, he's a playmaker, but sec- second best point guard ever? Uh, I don't know. It, it's amazing what he's doing. Like Few people ever in the NBA have done what he has done, racking up so many triple-doubles and the, the level of efficiency that he's doing it. So it's pretty amazing what he is doing, but uh, like if, if I have to build a team today and, and start with a point guard, am I going to start with Russell Westbrook? Is he the number one point guard I'm going to take? Yeah, I think I take I'm with you. Steph Curry or even Chris Paul. Yeah, I, I take Chris Paul or Curry Russell over Westbrook. him, and I don't think it's even close. Kyrie Irving. I don't know if I take Kyrie. Well, I mean, Kyrie can... Uh, he's a facilitator, but he's also a scorer and a finisher. Uh, he's a great player. Amazing athlete. But second best point guard ever? I'm with you. All right, let's take our final break of the uh, hour. We'll come up and wrap up the rest of the full court press uh, for tonight. Get you ready for Wednesday's show here on 106.9 The Fan. Happy Star Wars Day. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvison. So we can look at individual games here and there and, po- and point out Yeah, but this is the number one issues in the Western Conference. And you're not going to account for injuries whatsoever. doesn't matter that two all-stars I'm telling you out. that the depth on the Jazz, the bench at least, really sucks. If right. We're, Trent if, Forrest if we're this should bad, be able to hang if we're this bad, with Hall of Famer Chris Paul. If we're this Paul. bad without Don Mitchell and a 40-year-old Mike Conley, we are in deep trouble when we get to the playoffs. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, the fan. This Mother's Day, surprise mom with dinner for two and a piece of jewelry from S.C. Needham Jewelers. Choose from a large selection of pearls, silver, gemstone, and diamond jewelry. Or you may find something special for her in our family jewelry collections. With Mother's Day upon us this Sunday, maybe an S.C. Needham gift card would make a timely gift. With the purchase of $149 or more, you'll receive dinner for two. Come shop today for the people and occasions that matter most. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day, get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you 
all the way. Visit lessolson.com to learn more. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castellite.com. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers. And Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. It is the Full Court Press wrapping up another show, Tuesday edition. So grateful to have our great listeners uh, joining us, you guys have been just are fantastic. Uh, 5662 6789 2787 9315 2409 9948 2122. All of you guys, 1570 946. You guys are just absolutely wonderful. Cannot thank you, wonderful listeners, enough for being a part of the full court press with us each and every day. Uh, putting up with Eric's antics, his, his, his bad takes. By the way, Eric's uh, had to skip out for the last uh, portion of the show, so I'm just going to grill him while I can. <laughs> uh, but great show today. Uh, we talked about uh, the Utah Jazz. Again, they play the Spurs tomorrow night uh, on NBA TV. That will be uh, that'll be broadcast on. Also, AT&T, I believe, will have it. Uh, but you can also find it on this station here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, we talked about just, I mean, their big win over the uh, Spurs last night, which was really good, dominated defensively. Rudy Gobert was phenomenal. Uh, bogey on the offensive side of the ball is really, really good. Trent Forrest is, is really coming around for the Utah Jazz as a point guard. Um, someone had texted, you know, you know, for the future, I think it was 1570, that this, this guy in the future could be something really good for the Utah Jazz, really valuable. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I think he's coming around. I wasn't high on him early. But the more we go into this and the more I've seen him play, he's he's getting more comfortable. He's having a little more confidence in who he can be on the court with big-time stars. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is out for the rest of this week. Mike Conley is out for tomorrow night against the Spurs. So Mike Conley will not be there. Uh, Donovan Mitchell will also be out. This game will be played inside of Vivint Smart Home Arena in front of 6,700 fans, which they've increased the attendance to, including courtside seats. But those courtside seats... Um, that are filled, they must be people who have a vaccination card and must have proof upon attending the Vivint Smart Home Arena. Uh, also got a chance to talk a little bit of baseball, Mike Trout situation. You know, he signs a big contract and then heads out and, you know, with the Angels and this Angels team's really bad. So, I mean, for Mike Trout, when does he start saying, hey, look, I need to get help or else I need to get out of here because he could be one of the great, great baseball players. I mean, not just to be in a World Series, but maybe not win a playoff game, not even be in a playoff game. All right, tomorrow's show, we're going to be talking with Steve Klauke, the Salt Lake Bees, speaking of Mike Trout. He's the uh, radio voice for the Bees. 
talk to him about the uh, Salt Lake Bees. Their season coming up, which starts on Thursday. Much more baseball. We'll have our pick, or what went wrong as well. All coming this up on uh, tomorrow night uh, of the Full Court Press. Good night, everybody.